Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, my mine was again busy, but really great. And uh, weather's been somewhat pretty good in in uh, my area of the great state of Texas. Um, hope everybody is is uh, having a great time. You know, we're we're almost. Some of you are on Christmas break. Uh, some like me, we got another week, and then we'll be on Christmas break. Uh, but you know, just. Uh, Take some time to pause and, you know, don't don't get so stressed out about stuff. Um, got a lots to cover today. We're going to talk a lot about tech football, kind of put a bow on these, this Texas Tech football season. Some more transfer portal news uh, this week. Uh, tech, had a, tech had a great week in the transfer portal. Um, and then we are going to talk a little bit about um, tech basketball. Um, they had a great week themselves, and then we'll finish up with some NFL action. So let's jump right into it. For the third straight year, Texas Tech is going to end their season with a win in a bowl game. Um, you know, I know a lot of people kind of dump it on the Independence Bowl, um, talking about, you know, six, six team doesn't deserve to go to a bowl game. And, um, you know, I, I get that. I, I truly do. Um, the reality is these bowl games – I don't think they're going to be going away anytime soon, even with an expanded playoff. Um, you know, just the money, the money is needed by certainly by ESPN, who's who's televising the uh, college football playoff. And I think any future network provider that televises the college football playoff is going to have that same uh, issue um, to basically they're going to need they're, they're going to need the uh, money that they make off these kind of mini bowls with the advertisement to pay for the rights to the college football playoff, which as an aside, and we'll jump back into the bowl in a minute, I'm really fat. I have not heard if they reopen negotiations for the playoffs, if if somehow uh, or if ESPN is going to cover it. Um, that'll be very interesting to see because I, I certainly think probably Fox – would would want in on the action to maybe televise some of these games and you know I do think you're you're eventually you're going to get into a situation in college football especially with these power conferences where it is going to be very much similar to the NFL um, as far as network bidding and things like that and you might see um, you know multiple networks cover the playoffs multiple networks cover um, you know, I think you're going to see a lot more similarly styled um, to the NFL with with the college football game, and I think certainly conference realignment's kind of been the first domino to to head in that direction. So, anyway, that's a whole other. We can talk a lot. We will talk probably about a lot of that in the, over the summer. Um, but you know, Tech again, third year in a row, uh, winning a bowl game. Um, didn't get off to the best start. You know, you you fumble the opening kickoff, and you know, Cal punches it in to go up seven to nothing. You answer to tie it up, and then Cal goes up fourteen to seven, and then after that, you know you uh, again, you know credit Tim DeRuiter. You know Tim DeRuiter is somebody, um, he is somebody we got to pay. We got to pay him. He's got to get paid. I want him. I want to make him the highest paid defensive coordinator in the country because what he has done to the Texas Tech defense has been fantastic. You know this is a defense all year long. They get better as the game goes on, you know, and we, we saw that, you know, the Houston game, it looked like it was going to be an offensive shootout, you know, Tim DeRuiter, uh, Tim DeRuiter's defense bears up and, you know, then you're able to kind of 
run away from the game. You know, you saw that in other games all season long. You know, they might give up early touchdowns in the game, but then that that defense is able to regroup, bear up, and yeah, I mean, it, they were they were fun to watch all season, and you know, you're not seven and six without the Texas Tech defense, and um, when have we said that in the past twenty years? You know, but um, credit them. You know, they they ended up with four turnovers, almost five turnovers in the game. And you know, any any opportunity that Cal had to come back into the game, you know, there were multiple times they're you know they're they're going down the field, moving the chains. Uh, Tech defense either comes up with a turnover, or you know, you force uh, you force a turnover on downs when a couple times when when uh, Cal goes for it on fourth down in a short yardage situation. You know, their running back Ott, who, you know, that you know, there was a lot of people kind of promoting this as the battle of the running backs, Taj versus Ott. Um, you kind of shut him down and your run defense was really fantastic all year long. Um, I, I think the only time, you know, you had issues was when you uh, played Kansas State and, the, you know, they had that uh, Avery Johnson quarterback. You, you had some struggles there. Um, but, you know, beyond that, you, you, you I thought your run defense overall all year long played pretty strong. Um, offense, I, I think you you did what you had to do, and I, um, Taj Brooks was Taj Brooks as he always is. Probably could have run for more yards, and um, you know they end up taking him out, which I'm okay with too. I mean, um, you know it was fun to see Cameron Valdez out out there. Um, you know, obviously he's in the portal right now. Uh, I would love for him to come back, um, but you know I do wish him the best uh, if he, if he doesn't come back. Um, but you know, the, I, th- I thought it was good to get him some time. Um, you know, I, I thought your receivers played really well. You got, got Mason Tharp involved again. And, you know, I, I, I really like when this offense uses the tight end. I think it's a very effective weapon. Um, you know, Baron Morton looked great. I think he was probably the healthiest he's been since the West Virginia game. And, and, you know, it showed, you know, he's a very talented quarterback. You've got some great pieces on the offense. And I think the issue this year was health for one. But I think also, um, you know, I think I think your wide receiver core was just not as strong as you thought it would be. I think based on, and we're going to talk about it more in a minute, based on what you've done in the transfer portal, you're trying to rectify um, that situation. So um, the only thing I didn't like about the offense was the, I, I, and, and I'm just going to have to be resigned to be irritated by it, is I hate when we go tempo, tempo. Um, to me, it always seems like when tech goes tempo, tempo, it never works. Like you get a first down, then you line up as quickly as possible. And then you end up either getting stuffed at the line of scrimmage or you end up losing yards. And now you're in second and long, and now you you're, you're behind on the chains there and you've got to make up that. So I, we're committed to doing tempo, tempo. I hate it. I guess my wish is maybe it's not going to be as consistent <laughs> as it was this year. And maybe we kind of recognize when we do tempo tempo and it's not working that let's, let's kind of move away from it and do something else. Um, it's, is, is going to be my wish uh, for this football team next year, but um, putting a bow on this season, certainly I think all of us, you know, probably had higher expectations of this team. You know, I, I predicted them to go nine and three, and you know certainly seven and six was not here nine and three, um, but I, I think you you know you've you've got to credit this team. You know this was a team that started out one and three was three and five at one point, 
and you know they were able to rally um and and they were able to get some key wins um you beat every team in Texas that was on your schedule with the exception of UT um and then you know I know the UT game was rough <laughs> we've talked about it but I, that's significant moving into this new era of the Big 12, uh, that you were able to establish yourself as kind of the big dog in Texas in the Big 12. And I think you I think certainly you've proven that, um, you know, the you were close to beating Oregon. Um, I think, you know, going looking back at that game, a couple things, a uh, couple turnovers that you don't do go your way. You've got a I think you would have had an opportunity to win that game. Wyoming, you you were dominating the first quarter and then you just kind of faded away. Um, you know, um, Kansas State, you know, if Baron Morton doesn't go out of the game, do you win that game? BYU, if if Baron Morton's in that game, do you win that game? So there's a lot of what ifs with this team. Um, but you know, I think finishing seven and six, another bowl victory, I think it's a pretty significant achievement overall. Um, you know, now do I think the expectations need to be raised a little bit? Absolutely. And, you know, you're, you're going into year three of the McGuire era and you, you hope that the, the recruiting classes that you've brought in and, you know, I think it's very clear that Joey McGuire has, has done a heck of a job on the recruiting trail and all of his, you know, everybody else, you know, Dave Blanchard, all those guys have, have done a great job. Um, now you, you just hope that that kind of comes to fruition and you start to see those results on the field next year. Um, looking ahead, you know, your non-conference season, it quite frankly got a little bit easier um, by dropping that Oregon game and, and adding a Washington State. I know it's on the road, but uh, to me, I think you ought to be favored to win that game next year and, you, you know, get yourself to 3-0. and And, you know, as far as the Big 12, there's not really – I think the Big 12 overall is going to be a, a bunch of teams that are very even – with each other and, and you're going to see probably a four loss big 12 champion this year uh, or next year um, going in so talking about kind of the transfer portal and what tech's been able to do this week very clear that tech wanted to address some needs that that they felt like were weaknesses this year you get two offensive linemen out of the portal one from toledo um, and then i can't remember the other one was from but um, two highly touted offensive linemen you bring in a wide receiver from Washington State and from uh, Florida, and you know I think Tech's been real successful so far with it with the transfer portal, and you know we're gonna have National Signing Day Wednesday, and so it'll be interesting to see if you know you're able to keep all of your class committed. Um, certainly, obviously the big the big uh, two roses on this class are gonna be um, Will Hammond and, and Micah Hudson. Everything indicates that they're they're wanting to be all in, and they'll sign their letters of intent. Um, and I think you're going to have a really great recruiting hall coming in, uh, going into this next year. And and so, um, I think the future's bright for Texas Tech football. I know there was a lot of frustration this year um, concerning a bunch of stuff, but I, I really truly think the future is bright. I think you're you're going to have an opportunity to establish yourself as one of the powers in the new big 12 moving forward. And, and, you know, you, I'm not making any predictions right now. And I will probably tell you 
and I, I say this now, but I may, you know, when we get to July, I may be, you know, all in and saying, oh, yeah, we're doing this, that, or the other. But I, I, I don't foresee myself making a wild prediction this year like, oh, yeah, 9-3, and 10-2. They're going to uh, contend for a Big 12 championship because I think this team has got to prove that um, to me first. But I, I do think you're – I think I do think you could t- take a you know some positive steps forward next year and maybe you know get yourself finishing with a better record than uh you know seven wins this year um eight wins last year so well, we'll see um, uh we'll see what happens uh, but you know I think overall I think I talked about it last week I'd probably give this t- uh, tech football team a C um just based on you, know, you had some really bad losses this year and but you, I mean you still rallied and you got yourself to a bowl game and that, I think that was pretty significant. And now you know you've gotten yourself three straight bowl wins. Um, Texas Tech has only done that um, twice in its history, so you know pretty significant um, achievement. And I know you know it was a lower level bowl and all that, but you you know you still got it done. And you know Joey McGuire and you know Sonny Cumbie back in twenty one has done a very good job of, you know, getting these players to care about being in a lower level bowl, in, you know, Shreveport, Louisiana and, and playing and, and playing really well. So I think overall really, really impressive. So, um, you know, I could talk about, we talked a little, obviously a little bit already about the transfer portal. Texas Tech had a great week, I think, bottom line, you know, you're, you were able to address some needs, um, you need to you need to be better on the offensive line. I think you got some. I think you got the best offensive line uh, men that were in the portal, and you needed to be better at wide receiver. And, and again, you're addressing that. You had another tight end commitment yesterday as well. Um, so that's going to be very interesting to see how they pair things off. But uh, you know, I, I think you, you you've got the pieces. You've got the pieces. I think to put together some special. Uh, a special season maybe next season now what do I mean by special season I'm not meaning national championship I don't think you're there that there yet but I mean you know getting yourself to that next level you know and next level could be even as little as finishing eight and four on the season Um, but I think you can take that next step next year with the talent you have with a healthy Baron Morton um, you know moving forward so uh, tech basketball you got to give kudos to them as well they had a great um, game this week, uh, this last weekend against Vanderbilt. I know Vanderbilt's not very good. In fact, they are probably they are down there with Louisville. I think it was Louisville and uh, Georgetown, maybe. Um, as as like some of the worst uh, Power Five teams, Power Five conference teams. But you made them look bad, and I, I think that that that's significant, especially with uh, losing Devin Cambridge for the season. You know, this team is going to have to kind of figure some things out, figure out, um, you know, kind of the, the configurations that's going to work um, going into conference season. You know, you had a little bit of struggles on Tuesday against Oral Roberts. Um, I, to me, that was expected because you're, you're going to have to figure things out on the fly now with what is this team going to look like without Devin Cambridge moving forward. And you've got two more games in the non-con. Uh, you're playing UT Arlington and then uh, Sam Houston. Um, actually, you got three more. You got North Alabama, I think, on New Year's Day, and then you jump into Big Twelve play. And I mean, as with most Big Twelve basketball seasons, it's going to be a gauntlet that you're going to have to go through 
um, on a consistent basis. And um, I do think this team, I mean, this team's going to be a bubble team, I think. Um, I don't th- I don't think they're going to be a clearly in team, you know, by the time March rolls around. I think they're going to... They're going to be a bubble team, but you know you want to. I think you could. You're going to have to win some key games to be on the right side of the bubble, and um, you know you've got talent. I think it's very clear. You've got the talent again. It's just, do you have the piece? Can the pieces play together in the best way possible? And especially dealing with the adversity of losing um, a player like Devin Cambridge, you know that's going to be the big question mark. But you know. Great, I think overall a great win. Even though Vanderbilt's not a very good team, I do think that was a really good win for Texas Tech yesterday. And you just you just hope you can kind of continue that trend. You've got three more basically tune up games before the Big Twelve season begins. So, all right, we're going to end with NFL action. Um, you know, everyone's asking what's wrong with the Chiefs. What's wrong with the Chiefs? Um, they did get the win today. I mean, I know it's the Patriots, and the Patriots are terrible. Um, but you know, I think at this point for the chiefs, a win's a win. Um, there was all sorts of people, controversies and stuff like that last week. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't like the chiefs griping at the refs. And to me, you know, I think that's water under the bridge at this point. Um, you know, this, I think it's clear. This is not, this is not the chiefs team that won the super bowl last year. And, you know you're gonna you're gonna struggle in games, and you're gonna have to grind some games out. Here's the good news, though. There's not a dominating force in the AFC this year. Um, Baltimore, I think, probably is going to clinch the number one seed, but I, I don't think going on the road and playing at Baltimore is an impossible task for this Kansas City team. You know the and then the other the other division winners you've you've beaten already in in Jacksonville, uh, who will be win the South and then I, I think most likely Miami wins wins the East, um, but even if Buffalo is able to sneak in there and win the East, you've you've been up and down against Buffalo, but you know in the playoffs you've been able to take care of business. So Buffalo hasn't been able to take care of business in the playoffs. So. That to me, they're not going to be a very intimidating team in the playoffs. So, um, and then we got the Cowboys. Cowboys going Cowboy. You know, everybody was jumping back on their train last week when they beat the Eagles, and you know, it was a good win. Um, you know, make no mistake. But then you know, you you come out and you just lay an egg against Buffalo, and I mean, I get the excuses. Well, it was cold and. Buffalo, this was more of a must win for Buffalo. I get that. But those teams that are contending for Super Bowls, they're going to shut the door on teams like Buffalo, even though it's at Buffalo. And the Cowboys didn't do that. And, and I think, again, it, it, it just goes to prove you're, you're a step below the Eagles. I, I still think you're a step below the Eagles, even though you beat them. And obviously, you're a way bigger, bigger step below the 49ers. And until until you can win these types of games, that's that's the team you are. Um, you now you are making the playoffs. Uh, that's official with the uh, Falcons losing today. Which you know, you know, woo, you you you're making the playoffs. Good for you. But I I don't see this team getting to the NFC Championship game. And to me. It's a disappointment if they don't, because we've we've won we've won wild card games, 
but we have not been to the NFC Championship game since 1996. There's only one other, there's only two, excuse me, other NFC teams that haven't been to the NFC Championship game more recently than the Cowboys. The Lions and the Washington, the Commanders, or whatever their name is this week. That's who you're, that's your level so far in the playoffs. So you're going to have to show me that you can do it. And you're, and I think, honestly, it's going to come down to you're probably going to have to beat the 49ers in a divisional game at their place. And I, I'm just not seeing that happening. Um, so that's that's where we are. This Cowboys going Cowboy. So, and I'm sure they'll fire Mike McCarthy, and then they'll they'll convince them hire another coach and convince themselves we got it fixed. No, you don't have it fixed. The core of the Cowboys is rotten, and it's been rotten. And you never fix the core. You never fix the culture of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, even Bill Parcells couldn't fix the core and the culture of the Dallas Cowboys. And that's why we're at where we're at. So um, they, they got Miami next week on Christmas Eve. Um, it's the battle of the teams that um, only can beat bad teams. And so they've padded their records with wins against, you know, d- dumpy teams. It's at Miami. Um, I think Miami might win it. I could see them. I could see them winning it very easily. So, who knows? That should be an interesting game. And then your other uh, Chiefs will play the Raiders next week. You know, I I think the Chiefs probably get it done, despite what the Raiders did this week against the uh, the lowly lowly Chargers. Which, yee, that was yikes. That was that was bad. <laughs> that was a bad effort. Um, I, I don't, I don't foresee the chiefs having, you know, and it's at arrowhead. Um, I don't see the chiefs having huge problems, uh, taking down the Raiders. Um, but you know, stranger things could happen, but, um, I think bottom line, um, you know, Cowboys, I, I think we're, I think we're in for another divisional divisional debacle against the 49ers. Um, the chiefs, they, I don't think they win the Super Bowl this year, but uh, I think they, I think they got more legit shot than the Cowboys because uh, you know the AFC. I just the the AFC is not that strong. Um, you know, if you if you would have to ask me what the my Super Bowl pick right now would be, uh, we might see Baltimore San Francisco again. That's kind of where I'm trending, um, but I would not shock me at all if Kansas City. Or another team, for that matter, goes in and, and upsets the the Ravens because the Ravens, you know, Lamar Jackson does not have a whole lot of playoff success himself. So you know, um, and I know John Harbaugh does, but you know that this current crop of Ravens don't. And so certainly, I think you, you could potentially see um, them, you know, choking the playoffs for lack of a better word. So. Well, anyway, I hope everybody has a great week. Um, here is the plan as far as recording for the Chris Carpenter show coming up. Um, I do I do plan on dropping a special Festivus episode um, next Saturday, December twenty third. That will probably that will also serve as your normal weekly episode because I'm not recording on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day for that matter. So. 
Enjoy that. I will then do a midweek madness on Wednesday, December the 27th. And what we're going to do on that midweek madness is we're going to talk about the best movies of 2023. And we're going to wrap up uh, the year in review 2023. I might make some predictions. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not good at that. But we might go out on a limb this year. Um, and then the week, the weekend, where it's December the 30th, you may or may not get a regular episode of the Chris Carpenter Show from me. I'm actually driving back that Saturday the 30th. Um, I'm going to the Sun Bowl this year, by the way, which I'm excited about. Um, shout out to my Aunt Judy. We're going together. But we're going to go see Oregon State, Notre Dame. I am rooted for the Beavers. Go Beavers. Never root for Notre Dame. <laughs> but, um, you know, I. but anyway, I, I'm driving back on the 30th. I may try to drop an episode that night. Sometimes I feel like doing that. Sometimes I don't when I've driven all day. Um, if it doesn't, if I don't drop one on that December 30th, you will not get one until that following Wednesday. We'll do another midweek madness. And I don't know what the topic of that midweek madness is going to be yet. <laughs> we'll find out when you, uh, you'll find out what I do. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great week and, you know, take some time and slow down. Don't get so stressed out in this season. Have a great week. See you next time on the Chris Carpenter show.